right, welcome back to another episode of the Primo Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hayes, and join me, as always, my brother, Phil Hayes, Primo Phil. Hey, guys. Happy Monday. Morning, Phil. How are you? Morning. Pretty good. Um, All right, so this topic was actually brought up by Phil himself. He sent me over the uh, the idea, and we're going to title this one, uh, Walking the Tightrope. Yeah. And what we're meaning in that regard is... As a small business, how you deal and manage with your with your staff, basically, yep. because it is a fine line. Because when you're smaller like this, you don't have the benefit of the HR departments and the uh, middle management and other things that normally would kick into place and kind of create some distance between business owner bosses, et cetera, et cetera. And you know. When you're dealing with a small company where you might only have 10 people, you lose two of them, and that's 20% of your workforce. You're in deep water. You're in deep water, and we've been in that situation a lot, and I'm sure plenty of other small businesses have been in that same position as well, where you need everybody, and everybody is very important. You can't just treat people and say, you know, here today, gone tomorrow, we'll replace you with somebody else because- that somebody else doesn't necessarily come. Right, exactly. And when you're dealing with a such a small group of people, you also have all eyes on you, no matter who you are. It doesn't matter. The boss is watching the employees. The employees are watching the boss. They're watching each other. And it's something where they might see things where they say, why is this going on or why is that going on? Well, let me stop you right there because yeah. in all honesty... I don't pay attention to what my employees are necessarily no. doing because, you know, I'm in a sense relying on you, Phil, as the manager yeah. over at the warehouse. I see it directly here because right. not I, my role at the retail office is more than just the business owner. I am the manager here, essentially. So I pay attention to what these guys are doing. Right. But I my goal is to create a little bit of distance bes- between myself and uh, the staff at the warehouse because... I don't know what they do. I'm yeah. not physically there. I don't get to see it with my own two eyes. So it, it would be um, irresponsible of me to think that I can uh, have say or judge or grade their performance or take any action, uh, positive or negative, in their direction. So my goal yeah, is to sure. create a little bit of distance Um and of course, things always, they fall on my plate. I mean, there, yeah. there, there's, there's times where I get these, these situations where uh, somebody might come to me and I'm just like, and my reaction is, well, why are you talking to me about this? <laughs> yeah. And I've had that happen in the, right. in the past. And it's, it's not really my role. And I think they think because I am the end all be all that it's easier just to go to me in such a small company, yeah. whereas in a, in a larger uh, capacity, they would never think to, to do that. Right. You know, I think it is too, because they see you on a like such basis. a regular basis. And I think too, that they know most of the big decisions with the company do end up going through you. Of so course. I think that's kind of where they go with that. But I mean, for me, it's always a tough walk of the tightrope to say, if somebody's coming in late, let's say we have employees that come in couple minutes late here and there. When do you bring the hammer down on them and sure. say, Hey, enough is enough. You can't come in late anymore. I know in my head, if I rub this guy the wrong way, They're he gone. might take off. And yeah. if he takes off, then I'm left having to find someone to replace him. I got to pick up the slack on that work. Yeah. And you go through that mental battle of, 
you know, sure. Should you, I, what should I do? I, I have been in that position so many times where yep. the, my, my, uh, desire to bring that hammer down just contrary to what you may have heard on previous podcasts where I fired my dad, which, uh, <laughs> yeah. debuted the other day, <laughs> a popular one, right? Contrary to popular belief, I don't like to come down yeah. on people like that. I do want people to be comfortable in their position, but there's always going to be people who also take advantage of that to a For certain sure. degree. Yeah. And we, I've had that happen in the past. And, uh, those people that aren't with us any longer, but some of those people left on their own. It wasn't even yeah. us getting rid of them where it, it, it had become an issue. And it was because we were pussyfooting around the situation, but Definitely. I don't, I don't think that works good for either party. No, I think that's doesn't. bad for both parties, right. to be honest with you. No, I agree because what ends up happening is you have somebody that now is used to a certain way of things being done they where he says, slide a little. yeah, he says, all right, I've come in late four or five times. Nobody's saying anything. Right. Um, so I'm just going to keep doing that. It becomes a routine. Yeah. And that's not helping me right. as the employer. And it's not helping them as an employee because then they get into bad habits. Well, I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. It's the, the aspect of they've, they've done this, they've made it a routine. Yeah. So, you know, from the get go, you right. have to define those boundaries. And from the very beginning, the first time it happens, even if it's a matter of saying, Hey, you know what? In the future, if you're running late, just give me a shout. And, right. you know, the next time, if it starts happening, like, on a continuous basis, then you say, you know what? This is kind of becoming a pattern. We got to nip this in the bud. Yep. Let's let's work on your time. And this comes with being more consistent on, you know, quarterly reviews. Definitely. And, yep. uh, or, or biannual reviews where you can sit down with that person and address those issues so it doesn't just turn into a... Uh, well, free for why all. am I, why yeah. am I being nitpicked? This person showed up late and you didn't, you know, everybody wants to tr to be treated equally Yeah, and you try your best to do that. But some days when you're busy as all hell, you don't care. No. You're just like, get to work. I don't, I can't address for this sure. right now. We'll talk about it later. And you know, I've, I've kind of been guilty of this where I do let things kind of go to for too long. And yeah. it's because I feel overwhelmed by everything else. When we talk about 10 employees and, you know, two people leave, that's 20% of your workforce. Well, guess what? Now break that down between retail and production. Right. Exactly. Now, now you lose, you're losing. If, if, if four people are at the warehouse and you yep. lose one of them, that's 25% of your workforce Gone. in one person. I know. And that's, that's such a frustrating thing to have to worry about because you can't immediately fill that void. And you're thinking in the back of your head, if this person leaves, guess who gets a heavier workload. Yeah. This guy. Exactly. I'm pointing at myself right now. And I'm right. pointing at you. This is what happens. You have to pick up the slack because we don't have that never ending X. And I think a lot of people are experiencing yeah, this right I now. I agree. Companies all over the place, the number one gripe I get from small business owners because we work with a lot of them. That's our that's our main focus is working with the the business to business customer. And when they come in, they say I got more work than I know what to do with, right. but I can't find the right people for it. I know and people job. They, they, we've been lucky enough where the people that we do have now that we've kept for a decent amount of time. Yeah. The, the, the two main people now have been with us for, uh, 
almost one almost a year and the other person at the warehouse for what three years now probably right around two and a half three years <coughs> and that makes it so much easier too because then I know how they work they know how sure. I work it's a lot easier but in that beginning phase. And sometimes you just get people, I know I had an issue a while back where you do, you get in the situation where somebody keeps, you know, uh, coming in with their bad habits. And I've noticed that uh, pussyfooting around it, like we said, it doesn't work. You get the same end result either yeah. way. They either will quit or you'll fire them or what. It doesn't help. Well, the other thing is too, when they're in a situation where they're kind of like, okay, we know we are we're valued and we know, yeah. we know this, then, you know, they keep, you know, they, they tend to ask for more as a result, which they probably deserve, but at the same yeah. time, it's going to max out sooner or later. So what happens sure. when you do max that out and there's no, you know, you have to start filling these roles. And I think my biggest thing that I've had is that I don't relinquish a lot of the things that I do. And I think that causes, uh, uh, some problems too, because now I don't have anybody who can step in and be like that manager. Yeah. I've thought about it before. I've interviewed people and they flake out. They stick around or they That's come in. Usually what happens. I've had people who literally, they come in for a day or two and then they're just like, they, they literally, you get ghosted. Yeah. We've tried that a couple of times at the warehouse too. I remember we had a couple, uh, I think before Becky was in the position she's in now, we had a couple people come over there and kind of try it out. And it's never, it's never like a, I've never, I don't think we were ever given like a concrete answer. It's just right. like, it kind of fizzles out yeah. and they're, you're like, wait, so are you done or are you? Yeah. Where do we stand in this yeah. awkward relationship of employer and employee? Because it's like, they, 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 I feel like these people, they just want to, they want to test things out. Yeah. And they want to see what it's like. And they want to, they literally are just doing this to fill some, some time, time. I, or, I'm totally with you there. Or they're just in a situation where it's like, Hey, I got to I got to show that I'm out. I'm unemployed. I got to show that I'm out actively seeking yeah. jobs. So then when it comes back and I, I, I refile for that unemployment, yeah. then I can say I did X, Y, Z and you're going to back me up on it. Yeah. Cause I hate to say it, but it's like the people that have come in uh, at times, it feels like they're just bored and they're like yeah. coming in to hang out right. and you you go, my God, is do people really have this type of time to do that sort of thing? Some but I people think some do. people do. Some people yeah. do, and and it's for a variety of reasons. But you know, when you're, you know, how do you sniff that out during the interview process? It's very hard. It's like it's you near know, impossible. Where do, you, where do you see yourself in five years? They can tell you up and down that they they see themselves in a role in your company, but that doesn't yeah. mean it's going to happen. And we are, you know, we are out in rural America. Yeah. We are not in a hub of. Uh, you know, even from, from, from population density, it's not like being in, you know, your bigger areas like your Sterling Heights or your, uh, you know, some of the other places in right. Southern Macomb County where you're going to see more people are, uh, and, and we have a huge, huge, uh, uh, auto industry for suppliers out this way. And they are, they are swooping up people left and right and they yeah. can't even keep them. No, so when no, you've I got these places that are opening up left and right, how the hell do you retain your employees? Like we've got such a small group. We've, so here's just for, for, for reference, we are after 15 years of business revenue wise, we are at our peak right. of what we've done. Yeah. We are, we are in an upward trajectory as far as work, as far as scheduling jobs and as far as revenue coming in. Yeah. But guess where we are the lowest at? 
employees. On-staff employees. Right. And that's a combination of full and part-time. Yep. We have the fewest amount of employees that we've we've had since we started expanding. And it's not because we don't want more people. Yeah. It's because we can't find them. So when you're talking about how to tow this line, we're not going to give up the people we have. No, because we're sure. we're so happy to have them here because the work can get uh, disperse and it takes some time to get into that flow of things. But like, let's be honest, like we can't afford to lose anybody. No. And, and you know, we, we, we hope that they, they stick around and we get, and the good thing about it is you can get as many hours as you want. Right. Nobody's going to tell you to go yeah, home exactly. early anymore because we don't have enough people. Right. But, but that might not work with what they want to do right now. And this is a little off topic, but People have more choices than ever. For sure. I, I'm with you on that. The 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 amount you could walk into any place nowadays. They they talk about the national minimum wage and everything else like that. It's about what, ten bucks an hour? Right, right around now. that. Nine seventy five, I believe. So so that's for yeah, for for Michigan, nine seventy five. Yeah. Uh and that We've never started anybody out, at least no. in the last five years, lower than that. You can go in anywhere, I think, right now, get a decent job and be able to get 40 hours a week and be making between 11 and 13 bucks an hour starting uh-huh. easily, easily. Yeah. And those are, these are, they're with big companies where you can kind of get lost a little bit and you don't necessarily have to, uh, uh, be graded on your performance. I think that is one of the big things that comes into factor here that comes yeah. into play is that we are in a small place. They we're not in a situation where an employee can come in and get lost you in can't the shuffle. Duck out. No, you can't you, duck out. You can't blend into the crowd. So I think sometimes when we have people come in, it's like uh, a couple of guys here. Uh, yep. My manager's eyes are going to be on me all day. Is this going to be the best situation? Yeah, for you're me? right. And I think a lot of times for them, the answer is no. They don't want to have someone breathing down their neck all day. Yeah, and I'm I I am all about finding people who want to work and who want to see yeah. a a uh, their their growth. I mean, you are the, you are the you're the epitome of that, Phil. Right, as far exactly. as like the where you can start. I mean, it doesn't happen often, especially at a company this size, where yeah. you can come in at ten bucks an hour yeah. starting, work your way up. Be a salaried employee with retirement, uh, a vehicle, and all those kind of benefits that come along with it. Yeah. That shit doesn't happen every day. You no. can't do that in these small companies. And guess what? Talking to the guy who's been here for the last 15 years who started this company, I'm mm-hmm. dying to find somebody to I know take my position and do what I do and give them a salary to go yeah. along with it, but it's got to be somebody who's hungry and who wants to work. Well, it's got, it just has to be worth your money. I mean, you can't, that's one of the biggest things too, I think is bringing somebody in and kind of w- hoping for this, uh, for them to take over your position. Yeah. And then the disappointment when it doesn't happen, it's not easy to go through because yeah. you kind of see maybe this light at the end of the tunnel where you're saying, man, I might be able to get some of this work off my back. And then when it doesn't work out, I mean, it's so, it crushes you because yeah. you think you're going to get some of that weight taken off your shoulders. Well, yeah. And it, it, I haven't seen it happen yet. So it's, you know, I, I, I would love to find somebody who's determined and who wants to really see themselves in a position because yeah. those things can happen. I mean, people are sitting there, you know, the, that we do that talking cash podcast with uh-huh. a buddy of mine, uh, Ryan, and we talked about, you know, when you're making $50,000 a year. What does that really break down to? 
And at the end of the day, there's not a whole lot left. No. So anybody who's out there working day in and day out, like they've got to be looking for that light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, and yeah. There's positions out there. Go in, knock on those doors and say, hey, I want to be a part of your small business. Yeah. I want to be there and I want to I want to help you grow this. And I want to, because the biggest stress for a business owner is everything that's falling onto their shoulders. At the right. end of the day, you put the right people in place, or at least you try to, and here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. So I, I think that, you know, there's a lot of opportunity out there for people from a small business standpoint, because those, those positions, you can outshine people really quickly. Easily. I mean, if you come in hungry. Yeah. I mean, and, and we see it time and time again. And I, I hate, we always use her as an example, but Becky over at the warehouse, yeah. when she came in, it was like, you, you saw in the first like couple months that like, okay, she is going to be different than yes. the employees we currently have. She's not just there for the paycheck. She, no. she's, she likes what she's doing yeah. and she's, she's really passionate about the job. Right. And when you find somebody like that, you're like, wow, this is a great fit. You yeah. know, there's, but there's other people who have to like work into that fit. And you know, we've had that also yep. towing the line though. I mean, you've got to be patient because yep. when you talk about scaring these people off and they're, they're in your, uh, they're on your team. Let's be honest. This is a team, right? But, uh, you know, you don't necessarily have an unlimited talent pool that you can go out and bring into your facility. So sometimes you're working with what you got too. Yeah. And you're so trying you to have mold to, somebody. Exactly. You have to mold them into being a, a better employee and to understand why we do the things we do. You know, there are things we do and there are things we don't do. Yeah. We've gotten flack because of the things we don't do. Right. I, I, I've had situations where we'll get a bad review on Google because they're mad that we don't offer a service that they want done. Yeah. And it's like, wait a second. It's not how a review works. Yeah. You, you can't, just because you don't like what we're doing doesn't mean that it, it constitutes a knock on us because we're, yeah. the reason why we do that is because there's, there's places like ours that aren't even open to the general right. public because these jobs, they just won't get done. I mean, there's no way you can take every single towel or one piece item that needs to be done. You just can't do it because one, we're at capacity. Yeah, exactly. Two, by the t for, for me to have to, what we would charge for something like that would just be ridiculous and completely yeah. put us out of the market. And at, even at that point, it's not worth the other work that you have to reschedule to rework them in. So it's like, right. as time goes on, more and more people are getting upset and it's because, you know, we are, we're trying to find our path. I yeah. can't let, we can't let the customer define what we're going to do because the staff that we have, we're molding them for a certain direction. So right. guess what? When they say no, it's because I told them to say no. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's, and I mean, that's the thing though. What always gets me is like, you would never <laughs> go to, like, for example, you'd never go to McDonald's ask for a Whopper and then say, give McDonald's a bad review. I wanted a Whopper. Right. McDonald's didn't have it. But I'm sure that happens. Though. I know. I, I'm sure that happens. It's, it's, it, they, you right. know, it's, it's one of those things where it's just, you know, and that's, that's kind of the, just the nature of the world that we live in now. And yeah. I think we're, we're, we're probably getting a little off topic right now, but it plays in with how we have to go about training our employees and knowing that this is, this is what we have to work with. We yeah. can't, everybody said, well, well, why don't you buy more equipment? 
because right. I don't have anybody to run it. Yeah, you, what do you don't want understand. To, you want it to collect dust? You don't understand. We have equipment right now right. that we can't run because we don't have people to run it. Yeah. And it's not a it's not a work problem. It's not a capital problem. It's not an equipment problem. It is a people problem. Yeah. And we need somebody to come in and fill that role. And that's why when you do get people like that, you you have to hold on to them, you know, that much harder. But it is, it's tough because when you have somebody where you're kind of, those aren't the people that are the problem, the ones that you can spot out right away. The ones that are the problem are the ones that you're like, well, they could get there, I think with just some molding, but you're right. Do I put the time into it? And then they take off. That's the type of tightrope we walk. And people thrive in different environments. We've had people who leave here. Here's the situation. We've had people who leave and come back. We've had people who leave and do great in new places that they found Dave yeah. being an example for one of them, uh-huh. you know, he packed up his stuff and he left and he found a great job with a, with a actual t-shirt manufacturer yeah, based on his experience in, in other places. Yeah. He wasn't necessarily going to be successful in our business, but he found success elsewhere and other people yeah. would be the exact opposite. So when you talk about doing those kind of things, I think the message is it kind of stems from a, uh, a book that I, I know I've preached about before, but it's called Good to Great by mm-hmm. Jim Collins. And what Jim Collins says is these people have to buy into what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. They have to be on your bus. Basically, you want to fill your bus with people that are like-minded and they see the same direction for your company as you do. Yeah. And if they don't, if that's not going to work, if they're not the right fit, kick them off the damn bus because it's not right. doing them any favors and it's not doing you any favors. They're yeah. going to sit here and they're going to waste their time. I've seen pe- how many people have come through here and they've wasted years. Oh God. Plenty. I, I, there's there's Plenty. a bunch. I but mean, there's other happens. people right now that I look at where I'm like, okay, if all works out, you know, they could, they could potentially fill a managerial role or they could potentially be in a position where they're going to thrive. Not everybody, yeah. but some people. And, and, as time goes on, there's only so, I can only be here six days a week for so long. Yeah, exactly. I can only be here, you know, when it's the hours stack up quick. Oh my gosh. I mean, when you start breaking it, that's another thing we did on the the talking cash podcast, we broke it down and we were just like, wait a second, if you're working on salary and you're working on average, you're not working working 40 hours a week. You're actually working 60 hours a week. And it's like, okay, now, now what am I actually taking home? It's yeah. not as much. I don't do that because to it'll me, kill you. it'll kill me. <laughs> but, um, but no, I mean, and that's something too, where like you, you get into those situations where right now I feel like I have a good sturdy team over at, at the shop, at the warehouse. Right. And then it's like, well, do I bring somebody new in? Because I do, we do need more help. But if I bring somebody in and it, swings that dynamic we have right now. We won't even get started on the dangers of bringing in a- No, I know. Uh, it's, it's, it's it'll risky go too when long. You, it'll, it gets risky though. It really does yeah. because you're bringing in these people who don't necessarily gel. And I think, I mean, I know personally, I've been the worst when it comes to interviewing people and sniffing yeah. that kind of stuff out. It's tough. Um, because you don't know. People can put on a, they, they can interview really well and they can seem like they want to be a team player. And- you know, at the end of the day, our biggest issue is that we're just not all under one roof because then yeah. jobs could get filled and, you know, people can move around and do multiple tasks. But, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a different scenario. And I, there's, there's days where I just want to shut down the retail office and say, Hey, yeah. we're just communicating between you want to, you want to place an order, 
send us a purchase order, right. it gets kicked off to production, and that's that. I've thought about pulling the 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 phone lines because I'm just like I know the phones don't uh, doesn't do anything. No. Every all the all the questions you're you're looking for uh, an update on an order, email us. Right. You're looking for our hours. Google us. It's all stuff that's there. And 90% of the phone calls we get are either solicitors or they are people asking questions that, uh, it's either a, sorry, we don't do that or yeah. sorry, we can't help you with that. And it just, it, it's such Sifting a time through suck. that. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's a, it's a job in itself. We stopped our Google ads because it, it just, was just, why are we, why are we paying for advertising when we right. can't get the work out the door? It's right, silly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, it you're, make wasting, sense. you're wasting money at that point. So, these are all growing pains and I, I, it's hard to, you tell it to a business owner and they get it. But if you try to tell the average person walking through the door that yeah. like, we just can't do it because one, it's not profitable. And two, we don't have people because guess what? Nobody wants to, uh, work at a job longer than six months anymore, or nobody wants That's to, they want to jump seems, around yeah. for an extra buck an hour. It happens constantly. Try explaining that to the person who has no clue. Yeah. It's, it's hard to grasp. That concept. There's almost like a there. The, there's almost like a, a another podcast idea floating yeah. around out here. You're gonna like, start another it, podcast. It's gonna. It's but it's gonna be geared towards like 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 real talk about yeah. business where it's just like guys, listen. Not everybody's a business owner, but let's break it down and just call it like we see it. You know you, what I mean? Yeah. You, I mean, you could really get into some stuff there. Just breaking it down from the top people, down. People would hate us. Yeah. I, no, get, I know it. The but, hate mail would come through and customers would leave in But droves. the truth hurts. I it know. Does, you know, yeah. it's it's tough. I, and when you get into something like that, you don't want to rub people the wrong way. But at the right. same time, I mean, I feel like a lot of times everybody knows these things. They just don't. Not, not everybody, but like as far as business owners sure. go and all that, they know these things, but nobody wants to talk about. It. Yeah, no, it's there. These are these are big problems that exist out there, yeah. and you know it's it's a great topic. But I mean, when you're when you're talking about employees, I mean it's it's you really have to set the tone early. That's what you, it is. You have right. to be open, and you really have to create distance between yourself and and other. You know, and from from a from a just from a. I don't care how big you are. There should yeah. be. There should be an order of operations as far as who you go to and what situation. Yeah. I don't want this person coming to me about anything because you don't answer to me. You right. answer to this guy over there, talk to him about it. And if he has a question, he comes and talks to me. Yeah. Because otherwise, I got five or six people coming at me with with different directions. And it's just like, sorry. No, I, I, get I, can't, you. I don't have the time for that. Yeah. So it, it's, it, it's an interesting take, but I mean, the... We we try to be fair. We try to treat everybody sure. uh, equally, and you know, maybe to our own fault, we've we've been pushovers in certain yeah, situations no, for sure. But uh, hey, that's how you handle people, and I that's mean, how you you learn. You learn yeah. that way. So, on that note, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I believe uh, so. You know, everybody's got their staffing issues, so you know, we'd love to hear from you about your problems that you have as your uh, from your own small business standpoint. Uh, you can tweet us at Primo Tees or find us on Instagram at Primo USA. Yep. Uh, Phil's at Primo Phil on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find new podcasts on iTunes and Spotify every week. Every Monday, we'll release a new one for you guys. And you can find those at Primo Tees as well. And until next time, don't forget uh, content is king and the struggle is real. That was a Primo podcast.